one, I, I'm funny, I love to travel, and I love to party. That's someone with no quality. Like, I'm like, okay, like... Sorry, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sib Life. We are so excited today. I always say we're so excited. Well, because we are excited. But we like today, I'm super excited because we have Wael Benavides with us today. He's here virtually. So I don't know if you want to say hey. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Good. <laughs> it's funny because you have like the same last name as all of us. Uh-huh. So you're we're kind of a siblings. Yeah. Well, we're, about that. yeah, we're all Benavides. Well, she's Sandoval now, but she yeah. used to be Benavides. So we're like cousins kind of. <laughs> the only difference is you guys end with a Z, right? No, no, with an S. S. Oh, with an S, Damien? Okay, never mind. Shit, we're completely the same, but I'll be this. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, um, so, yeah, I, I've known Wyo forever. Like, yeah. since elementary, no? I, I was going to say, I think elementary, it goes way back. Yeah. yeah. I think possibly, like, second grade. Er- I think er- so. Like, oh, a wow. long, like, long, like, it goes back, back. And, <laughs> and he was in my grade. And so he was in all my testing cal- classes. Because yeah. of like our last names, Get yeah, <laughs> that's so true. So that's yeah. fun. Oh yeah, I never thought I could. So true. Like you always have the same people. The same people. Testers. Yeah. Exactly. But sometimes wouldn't? Don't you feel like it would change though? Never changed. For no, me. it never no? changed for us. We we're always with the B's and for the, the A's. most part. I was about to say because I was also always with Angela, right? And she she what, was what also is- with me. Okay, yeah. so we were like we and yeah, we Rick all, Benavides. And like all the Benavides is in everywhere. Yeah, Ricky Benavides, like all of us. Were yeah, we like, were bro, always. That was the only time I got to see you guys because most of the time I was in remedial. So, uh-huh, so you were like, "Hey, everyone!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my friends!" <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. No, yes, like it's so weird. It's actually true. Until we ended up having to do those tests. Do you remember the test that we had to do in the big gym? Was it like it was like um like SAT, a TSI PSAT? No, it was like oh. for college. Like you had to take SAT. the test. TSI. To take college classes. It was the TSI. Oh, the TSI. I'm pretty sure. But I remember we were in like this big gym and it was the entire class. And it was the weirdest what? thing. We did ours at Tamiu. Like in a no, like we room. Did, I did mine in the big gym. Like oh. in the main big gym. And I remember just, it was weird. Because it was like literally tons of students in one class just all taking the worst test in the world. Like I don't even know if I passed it. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I have no That's idea. That's how it was for AP exams in the gym, like the other gym, not the main one at Alexander. It was like the the freshman gym or whatever. Yeah. That's where we did our AP exams. Yeah. Well, they're like dread of walking in and all you see all the desks and you're like, uh. Yes. <laughs> I was say, I think I like either blacked that out or like wasn't invited to take that test. <laughs> <laughs> Remedial classes all the time. You're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you're like, I don't think I was there. But... I don't think I was invited to go to college. <laughs> that's so funny um so yeah so he's also friends with becky and becky has a cousin named melissa martinez she listens to sib life so i'm sure she'll be excited to see this episode she's friends with while they go back way back also so it's just like a big fun connection yeah connection since the beginning of time (laughs) yes yes and so we're like the main reason that i'm so excited is because i'm obsessed with what he does as a job Mm -hmm. as his career okay um so i'm just going to kind of say and then we can ask him whatever we want to ask him but he actually i mean 
if you don't know this and people listening, if you, I mean, I'm sure you know, if you listen often, that me and Sienna love reality TV. We're like obsessed. We watch like um, a lot of shows. And like Love Island is like our, our favorite. Top it's one. the favorite one. And so while, like, what do you exactly do? So I'm a casting director, which means I um, interview people who want to be on TV shows like Love Island. And I decide if you if you have the opportunity to go meet the network, basically. Dude, isn't that crazy? So you're like the first stop, right? I always say like, I'm like, there's like people that are ahead of me that like find you and stuff and like book you for me, like book the interview for for me and everything. But um. I always call myself like the first boss battle. Like if you can get through me, then you have to get to my bosses and then you get to the next boss. So, so like, yes, I am technically like the first door you have to get through. Yeah. Wow. You see? So it's interesting, right? Dude, I'm obsessed. So I'm like, and I don't know when I came across this, but I think, I don't remember, but I remember like, oh, I, don't, I don't think we had our podcast yet. No. Um, but I remember just like going through Maybe we added each other. I don't know. And I'm like, what? And I saw like what he does. And I'm like, does he know that I'm obsessed with that show? <laughs> like, does he understand this? And so whatever. It was a thought in my head. So then funny story. We were asking um, our like on our Instagram, like if anybody knows any people that are interesting or whatever. And Becky was yeah. like, wild. And I'm like, oh. and I looked at C and I'm like, dude, it's true. Like he has an amazing career. That's like super cool. And she's like, what does he do? And I say, and she's like, oh my God, we need to have him on. So thank you so much for coming. Yes. Oh, um, you guys make me feel so cool. Yes, dude. <laughs> and Alec hates reality TV. So he's no, just, he oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> Alec, it's okay. Cause before I got into like, so I, I've been in the film industry for like since high school, since I, I mean, since I graduated high school. So it's been over 10 years years but i never liked reality tv in general i did all forms of television and and stuff and then i just landed in reality tv and i make really good reality tv but i still don't love watching it i do love <laughs> it it's one of the only projects that i've i've been a little like oh wait like that's pretty cool because like when i first got the show that like my boss is coming they were like hey you have to go watch like two seasons of love island and i was like i go ever like i want to go yeah. <laughs> and then you're like season three let's go <laughs> No, for real. Like, and I've never acted like that for a TV show. But then suddenly I was like, okay, like, I'm happy I'm casting this shit because it's actually really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I'm cussing too much. No, no we don't cuss worry, all the time. Alex, like, yeah. I cuss all the time. <laughs> yeah, Alex, like, don't worry. Yeah, like, I'm a teacher and I, I'm like, don't worry, just do it. Like, I'm letting so free here. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, like, hold it in all day long. So this is my outlet. <laughs> But so I have a question. How did you get into like like the film industry and like how did you get to where you are now? So in high school, like my thing was theater arts. So I did all the acting and all the plays and UIL and everything. And I was like a young kid who was like, oh, I want to be an actor so bad. And then I was like graduating high school and looking into like school, college and everything. And I thought like, oh, like, you know, I could go to film school and like get behind the scenes and then put myself in stuff. And then I went to film school and I right away, like the school I went to, the Art Institute of Dallas, uh, like throws you into the industry. Like most schools do you make you do a lot of textbook stuff. And then after you graduate, you start your career. But in this school, they like they focused on making you start your career while going to school. <clears throat> so that threw me immediately into behind the scenes stuff. And I just really liked it and was like, you know what? Like, I'm much better at this than I was at acting. <laughs> and so I, uh, I like one thing went to another. Like eventually I started like getting little commercial gigs here and there, doing like assistant work, doing some camera work. And then that turned into 
a bigger assistant jobs on things like Teen Mom and The Bachelor and Ninja Warrior and all that stuff. And I was like assisting people left and right that were coming from California. And then those I, I helped out in like every department. Like I did camera stuff, I did art department stuff, uh, cast stuff, whatever. So basically making all these connections with all these big producers along the way. And as years passed by, I became like a really sought out like assistant, a, a, what they call production assistant in, in Texas. But or like nobody would give me a promotion because everyone's like, well, we don't like no one knows you really like other than you're really good at being an assistant you have to come to California. So then I hauled ass to California and I, I contacted all the producers I've, I've made friends with. And I was like, hey, I'm here. Like whoever wants to hire me. And. My friend who worked in casting was the first one to be like, hey, so like I, I, I have a job for you as like an associate producer. And then over the last, I think, four years, I've elevated from associate producer to casting director. And that's Dude, right that's now. amazing. So like he's everything he's saying, it's like Michael's like probably like, wait, what? So you get to do that and this and that. Yeah. So we have a friend of ours who's practically um, like we call him the adopted sibling because he's he is like a reoccurring guest on our show he's a i work with him and he's actually the um audio and video production teacher at our school so that's what he teaches at school um and it's real cool and then he also obviously does side gigs and stuff like that um he also in high school was into theater arts he was in band also but he was into theater arts uil all that right now he also he assistant like he directs or helps direct um the theater uh the one act play oh, that's so awesome so yes. you all would like probably get along yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. Listening yeah. To similar stories yeah and then he always you know every year he submits his uil film and so he does film oh, with his kids oh. and one year they made it like all i mean it was top film of texas and it was super cool so ju- it's, it's interesting to just hear like somebody else and like i feel like ugh, be he's like probably, passionate he's about gonna it. be excited listening to this but then he's also gonna be like why wasn't i one of the freaking talkers um but i was gonna say people don't realize like the the film industry the television industry as a whole movie industry um there's so many ways into it like there's so much like, the, like, people think like oh like you probably have to take a specific route to get there like no you can get into this industry through every hole there's, yeah. there's people who have been teachers who have became filmmakers and um, and uh, what, actors who become filmmakers and cops who become filmmakers. There's, there's every hole into it's the so industry. It's so cool. So what shows do you cast for currently? Right now, the ones I do, the, like the two top shows I do right now are Love Island USA. I've done three seasons of that right now. I, this, I'm on my third season of it. So we picked up the show after, because, you know, Love Island UK, I'm sure you guys watch that one love yeah. that one, that, that's the popular one that really blew up and then the u.s one came along and the first two seasons was not my company and then my company took over season three to five and it's been doing better and better every season okay that's, that that's, makes that's, so much sense because yes. season one and two we've talked about it before there was kind of like lagging because we would always be like the uk one's a little bit more like yeah. i don't know there's something about it and then yeah. wait season but three, like, it got better three, three to five Three, four, five, yeah, yeah. We did, Wait, season, four and five four. have are out. Season okay. four is out. See, season four is out, and then I'm five is doing right now. Five. Oh, four is out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm getting them all. Like I saw four though. I saw it like live, like like um every day, like when it yes, was. As uh, it was happening. But well, no, I saw three as it was happening, and then four went to Peacock, didn't it? Yeah. Yes, that's yes correct. okay we moved. so then that's the one yeah we so we saw all of them obviously mm-hmm. but we did notice that like season one i remember we watched it and co- it was like i think during covid we watched it and we were like 
Like we yeah. watched it to watch it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like we we're like, let's just finish it. But it was kind of like the people. I don't know if it was the people were kind of boring or just like overall not as much drama as UK. And I think I liked the people. I think it was just the drama that they probably weren't like allowed to do. Maybe I mean I don't know. I don't you can know. Tell us. I mean, I'm not too sure on what what exactly went down. I didn't like personally study those two epi- those two seasons because I knew that they wanted something different as a whole. Um, so I, all I know though is that it's been getting better, and the, I know one one common tra- uh, trend is my company is what's been working on it uh, as the casting team. That's City Media Entertainment, and it's just a very awesome uh, company that like really likes to cast some amazing talent from all types of shows. So yeah, so like I said, I'm doing Love Island, and the other one I do with them is Next Level Chef, and that's Gordon Ramsay's newest project. Um, <clears throat> I did season one with him last year. And that one's already airing, excuse me. And now season two should be coming out next month, I believe, um, after the Super Bowl, actually. Like, so right after the we got the spot right after the Super Bowl. So we're pretty excited for that one. And, and that one's a really fun gig, too, because on that one, whenever I cast that show, after casting it, I follow the Gordon Ramsay team to location to film the, the show as well and, and oh. take care of the cast. And then that's where I turn into a welfare producer. And there I take over, like, taking care of the cast's um, mentality and health and keeping them sane and and competitive and excited basically the entire time i'm the guy like i'm i always tell people like i'm your best friend i'm your dad i'm your mom i'm your therapist that's my job out there so that's really exciting so those are the two shows i do the most of um and then aside from that every now and then i have like different things come and go from some disney projects to hbo max projects and stuff but those are my two major jobs right now when you went on the Gordon Ramsay, like when you were there, did you get to, I don't know if you would be able to, but did you get to try any of the food? I feel like I would be like, can I try something? No, no. <laughs> As, since COVID happened, there's all these COVID protocols in the industry now that are so intense. Like there's COVID producers now, like there's jobs just for people to be in charge of like managing COVID and making sure nothing happens. So like there's all these rules about like tasting each other's foods and stuff. So hmm. no, the cast always wanted me to, because like I said, they, it becomes like a family and they're like, Oh, can I bring you something to eat? And I'm like, no, you're not allowed to, but I would. <laughs> you're like, amazing. I wouldn't mind <laughs> if it's yeah. outside my door. I don't know. <laughs> you're like, I, know, if it's right? anonymously, if I, don't, if I don't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> if it's anonymously just like put there on my desk. That's right. so cool. That is so cool. No. So like how, I guess my biggest question is like, how much content do you actually have to cut out from what you put into the show? Does that make sense? Like you have a certain amount of episodes into an hour. How do you decide what goes in? Do you control like the narrative of some people's characters? Like, so I was going to say like, that's one of the things that like, a lot of people don't understand how reality TV works in general, how the film industry works, obviously, understandably. So, you know, you, you hear someone works in a show and you think, Oh, how much power do you have, or how much can you, like what, like how much is involved in it and stuff? And really, as big as the film industry is, every department is like focused on their department, right? So, my job is to cast people and get them on the show, and then I send them off to whoever's in charge of that, like production stuff, and I move on to my next project. Unless like the Gordon Ramsay show, where I might follow them. <clears throat> to take care of them out there and even then i'm my job is taking care of them and keeping their welfare up and you know uh, keeping them happy and everything it's not um producing them it's not uh, getting the story out of them <clears throat> so i have no real big part in that that being said i do i mean i hear things here and there and know a little bit about this and that and you know one of the things people always ask me when i'm auditioning them from auditioning them for shows is they always say like oh i'm just scared of like you know, what am I going to look like on the show? Like, what are you guys going to turn me into and everything? And I always tell people, look, 
if you're an asshole, you're gonna be an asshole on TV. Like there's no, there's no, there's not enough manipulation that we can do to your, to an edit without you guys seeing it and being like, why does it look so weird? Because we're, we're cutting it so aggressively to make someone say something fucked up. That doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because like, what, what you said it. Like, yeah, what, what, yeah, exactly. What happened is you said some fucked up things. And <laughs> now you look like an asshole. And it's always so funny to me because I always see these TikToks and stuff of like people coming off reality shows being like, oh, the abuse they put me through and the manipulation they did to me and all this stuff. And I'm always like, you knew what you were signing up for a TV show, right? Like, yeah. you know what this is. And also... You said those things. No one forced you to say anything. Like, at, at best, we can do things like, I know producers can produce people and say things like, oh, uh, uh, you know, Gracia, can you go talk to Alec about that thing you guys fought about? That's the most I can do. I can yeah. ask you to go talk to them. I can't, I can't make the fight happen, you know? Yeah. I can't right. make drama emerge. It's your choice to go to Alec and be like, hey, Alec, fuck you, or to go up to Alec and be like, hey, let's talk about this in a calm and mature way. Correct. <laughs> right. So have you yeah. ever seen the show? Uh, what's the show, Sienna? Unreal. Unreal? Oh, Unreal. On Hulu, yeah. I, I like, this is making me think of it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear I, 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 I hear a rumor that Unreal is based a lot off of a... The Bachelor. It's like Bachelor. The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. the show, the actual show is the... Ba- like, they're acting like The Bachelor, but yeah. it's from the producer's side. Yeah, so well, I, apparently the one that produced it the one that made it was an ex-producer of the bachelor or something Uh uh-huh oh i didn't know that i didn't know that yeah Um, that's what we well i don't know but that's what we read somewhere the most i had heard was that like yeah that it was supposed to be based off the bachelor and from my experience no it's not that aggressive anywhere (laughs) that was too aggressive (laughs) however i haven't been on the bachelor um i'm not part of that crew that crew is very quiet very to themselves very like you know you have to be in the know to to know how to get into that team like the one time i did anything with them i was an assistant like in the casting field for a little bit and that was the most um so so in my experience i haven't had anything that crazy however i mean and i think this is like relatable to every industry being in the field of production is itself a game of chess there is constantly like you know people's people's uh scheming and people's plans and people's people want like every department wants things to go their own way and stuff so sometimes it can get like a little bit like a reality show in itself which is exhausting um but it's never been like as intense as unreal where it's like where they're well, like, like having their, their own reality no, someone like dies on the unreal show yeah. but like, that's, that's why it's a drama like no that's it a was drama. like a, like a, a drama yeah, yeah, show yeah, I mean, and that's also of course speaking in my experience because i think obviously like if we looked into history and stuff i think there has been unfortunately some horrible incidences in the past of mm-hmm. people losing their lives or um you know killing themselves and stuff but uh that's why now there's so many protocols in casting when we're, when we're looking for people. Aside from me deciding, oh, I think you're a great candidate, you still have to go through, I think, another like six different producers who have to say yes. You also have to go through a psych evaluation and a medical evaluation. And a that was my question I was going to ask. And like, that's the other thing is that people always say like, oh, didn't you put them through all these tests? Yes, we put them through tests. If people still go on the show and are still crazy, they're like a sociopath because we had <laughs> they we went had through so much to get there. Yeah, we yeah. had a full-blown therapist talk to them and, and find out if they're like mentally. Okay, yeah. So Stupid. like, yeah, like lots of shows, especially like Love Island, um, puts everyone through those tests to make sure that everyone there is, you know, people do medical tests to make sure everyone there was healthy and clean and, you know, no one's going to hook up and regret hooking up. Yeah. And we mm. like evaluation tests to make sure that everyone there is sane and, and capable of, competition of elimination of winning large prizes of uh 
of being secluded on an island with each other or will these things drive you crazy <laughs> yeah and, uh, and background check to make sure that you're not falling in love with someone who you're going to go home and be like oh shit this person uh you know went through all this which then again brings us back to you know you always hear people being like oh how did that person end up on that show didn't they put, put them in the background checks like yeah we did and if things haven't been charged if people haven't been like properly accused and stuff like this stuff isn't going to come up you know so it's yeah. like impossible for us to it's just impossible for us to always be aware of, of everything. everything yeah Dude, that is so cool. and production companies go out of their way to be aware of everything and they always handle things immediately whenever um something does emerge mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting that you you brought up the like the mental health because um recently um i like our family well i watched big brother this past season i don't know if you know what big brother is it's like yeah i'm sure you do um and there was a, a contestant who left after like two days in there um and they put her through like a mental like health evaluation and everything everything came up fine and then i don't know i think people are like we're speculating which i i feel like we shouldn't like label her as anything but she just showed some tendencies that people were like hmm, i don't know if she's like sane like she started becoming like just really weird and yeah. then she had to like yeah. take herself out and they kind of like suggested like hey you should probably leave and people were saying like don't y'all check them because like that shouldn't yeah. have happened and, and the, other, the other truth is is that like there's just so much that we also truly don't know what's going on behind the scenes you know there's all this people like i always say to uh i always remind people like when i do welfare and i'm on the field and you know we have like a day off or whatever and uh i say bye to all the production people on the field and stuff uh they say oh like what are you going to do for the weekend and i'm like uh, this cast doesn't turn off. Like, like they're still alive. They're still functioning. I need to still take care of their welfare over the weekend as well. You know, and that's like what I always like to make clear is that like existence doesn't end when the cameras turn off. You know, there's personal dramas back home, and there's personal issues that you face, and personal um journeys that everyone is going through. Like almost everyone I've ever seen go through a reality show always says wow, I really, like, discovered, like, a whole new part of myself. Like, you cannot be ready to be on TV. You just can't. You go yeah. on TV, you discover things about yourself you never knew existed about yourself. I've seen the strongest people become the quietest people. I've seen the quietest ones become the fiercest, you know, competitors and stuff. That's so, it's so like, crazy. And, right? and they always say to me, like, I'm, I've never been this person in a while. I'm like, I know. You're discovering a new layer to yourself. Mm -hmm. Welcome to reality TV. That's the coolest thing I think about reality TV is that people always leave a new a new and stronger version of, of themselves because they've unlocked a whole other part of themselves which is why you see sometimes people who seem sane come on tv and then suddenly discover like oh shit being under this type of pressure it's not yeah 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 makes me go insane <laughs> like yeah. my, my, my my tv persona is insane yeah and yeah the, like people who audition for shows and tell me things like Oh, my friends always tell me like I'd be great for TV. Those people never do good on TV. Like those people like almost <laughs> always do the worst on TV. And it's because again, like suddenly um, our cameras are rolling and they're like, "Oh, um, I'm super funny." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> what makes you funny?" And then the people who are like the funny ones that you love watching on TV are the ones who just like I never thought I'd do something like this. I'm just now here and having fun, you know, and the, it's just going with the flow. Mm -hmm. Dude. So then how do you like, okay, so in your, in your case, how you look at videos, like the submiss submission, like when they submit their videos and then you reach out, like, I want to interview them and kind of take it a step forward. Yeah. Or do you recruit you, on social yeah, media? Yeah, 
question kind of is in general, like how do we go about getting people to be on TV, like finding them and stuff? Yeah. So there's many routes, um, obviously. And, um, <clears throat> you know, back in the day, it was hell. Like, not for me, but my bosses always tell me about how like, they would have to go to like, like, well, they, they, like they casting like, calls type of thing. Well, casting calls, but like I, I have a boss who one time told me about uh, casting for The Biggest Loser and having to go out to like places and find like overweight people and oh just, like, walk up to them and be like, hey, do you want to lose oh, weight? Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that was casting back in the day, you know, so now yeah. social media has made it incredible. So it, it depends on what we're casting. So let's say we're casting like a new show that's never been seen before, never been heard before. It's a lot of explaining and a lot of convincing people this is real and a, a, a new show show right so i might like like for example i one time did a medical uh, no no it was like a medical competition show for medical students so i had to yes. go like wait my friend my friend um she interviewed with you so yeah, si- no way. she did yeah my friend so sienna, so sienna is actually in med school and so i'm like dude you should do the show <laughs> <laughs> i wish right like um i don't know if it's even gonna air it happened so long ago that's um, crazy i know that they again like see like so once i was finished casting it i gave it to the network and i was like well i hope i see it come out you know in the beginning when i did lots of season ones i would always do oh. season one projects so yeah I always like, so they might come out they might just like drop exactly. it they might they might drop it they might put it away for a long time they might lose that cast and then circle back to it five years later and be like okay let's recast it again you know that it's sounds always, fun like, it's I'm like, fun if it comes it, out again, tell me. You know, like, <laughs> fun is also sad because then I, I I put in all the work and I'm yeah. like, I never saw anything happen. Yeah, you know? that's yeah, sad. That it's like you're like, and then you're like, no, this person would be so good, but mm-hmm, like they're not going to mm-hmm. do the thing. That's the funniest thing with casting is I always tell people after I interview them, I always say to them, go back to your life because this could take for, forever to hear back and or it could go really fast <laughs> and you might never hear back and that's because they don't want to work with you or something happened and it's not going to work out and they just aren't going to reach out to you to reject you so just go back to your life and forget this happen and if and if they want you we'll find you don't worry about it we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get a hold of you we'll call you and tell you we want you on tv uh, otherwise just go live your life <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so like in one day how many okay so let, how many videos do you see when you okay so let's just say you're like okay i'm going to work this is what i'm doing and then you just start viewing like how many viewings do you do in one day yeah yeah it's 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 so different in so many ways so continue like answering that question and continuing like the last answer I was going to say, so like we use social media to find people. Oh, yeah. That's one of the biggest ways. And so a lot of times it's just hitting you up on social media and being like, hey, do you want to do the show? <clears throat> and um, having a phone call with you. Um, there's no tape, you know, it's just phone calls and maybe FaceTime, maybe uh, application. You fill that out. Sometimes those applications have video requests. Sometimes it's just a bunch of questions and some photos. And then that's enough for me to be like, OK, I'm going to book you for a Zoom interview. And then I, I back in the day when I would book people, I would book them for the casting director which is me now and um and in one of those days i might do like 10 to 20 phone calls a day trying to like vet through people and and get uh feel out their personalities and stuff and you know off uh and out of those maybe i'm booking like five interviews because five people stood out type of thing and then that turns into you becoming a casting director and being a casting director it's very emotionally draining because you have to do these interviews where you have to like talk to complete strangers and get them to open up to you entirely and be themselves entirely and have fun and, you know, like let the persona, the persona shine. So it's a lot of like emotionally connecting and emotionally drawing out, um, you know, energy. 
And uh, that, for me personally, I like I I like, I'm happy with a four 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 people a day type of type of day. Those are my my favorite days because I I can fairly give all four people like the same amount of, of, of energy. But I have done up to about six people a day, um, and that will be just like you know from from uh, like usually about 10 30 a.m all the way to 8 30 p.m maybe a little later maybe a little earlier sometimes depending on how many interviews i have of me just doing like every hour every other hour or every hour and then like 30 minute breaks but then there's some casting directors who i don't know how they do it who literally will do like 10 or, or you know 11 a day with like every hour being in an interview but i'm just like i you know more power to you but wow i, I need to call uh, uh i need to spend a quality over quantity basically is how i see it and does it make a difference in like your sal is it a salary or is it like based on how many people you bring in like is it yeah. commission based or no it's a, it's a, sal it's a salary so, so uh since so i get i'm a contractor i get hired by a company and they can pay me like a weekly salary for me to be available and do these things for them so i mean like that does although like i do work like a kind of a nine to five a little bit later than nine to five it's almost like 12 hours i believe um although like although like i do have like a 12 hour thing there's kind of like this always like you're always kind of available type of situation as well since you are salary so at any point like someone could call you and be like hey is there any way you could do like an interview on friday we, we have a really great person who is amazing and i'll, I'll be like yeah sure i'm available oh, so okay type of thing but during the week monday through friday is where i do the majority of my interviews and then i'm not the only casting director so on one show like right now love island there is one two three four four casting directors and each of us are doing somewhere between four to six interviews a day um so uh yeah do the math and that's how many interviews are happening in one week and um and how long does it take to cast officially like you're like okay we're done with casting every show is different so like some companies come to us and they say hey we need you to cast this show in two months and we're like okay great and oh then you have shows God. like love island where it's like i'm gonna i started this month and i'm probably gonna go till, till april okay oh, wow that's a okay. long time dude that's interesting so what do you look for i was when i was about to ask that like do you look for certain like feet like qualities or like, certain characters like oh this is gonna be like the person yeah. this this one or i don't know talking about love island sure no, or yeah, anything but in general like any show it like changes it, for it changes right depending yeah, on the actual but, show but also like you're right i like like, like there's there is a general and then for every show it does change so like the general in casting is when it comes down to it you want someone first off who has a personality they need to be able to communicate like all three of you can you guys run a podcast right you guys talk you guys as talkers you guys know how to keep the conversation going you guys know how to not to leave awkward moments and you guys know how to come up with that with things off the top of your head those are all great signs of someone who can get like, see guys <laughs> we, we can do it you guys <laughs> i told you we could do it but yeah like, right away personality and being able to engage and have a big energy and voice is is all important and then uh aside from that it's we go into story so i always break it down to like uh personality story quality and um and looks basically so mm -hmm. So, so like I said, starting with personality, you have the big one that's great. Do you have story? And story can be so many things because people always go right away to like, 
oh, a I'm sad sorry. story. Yeah, yeah, sorry I don't have cancer. Sorry I didn't lose my mom. And I'm like, that's fine. Like you can still have story and not have you know almost died. Like mm-hmm. like like you, know, you could have story of perseverance. You could have story of um, you know being the awkward kid and growing up and getting hot. You know, a lot of Love Island people love telling that story about how they were ugly and weird and they got hot and stuff. It's still <laughs> kind of a sob story, but it's not like. It's nothing crazy, you know. It's more funny, like oh yeah. my god, I have right, braces. No, because like, like on American Idol, like every story is sad. Yes, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> how do they fight all these people? Like such sad stories, sad. and you like, dude, it pulls on your heartstrings, and then you root for them. Yeah, like, I mean, bottom that's why, line. That's why you guys want to, you guys want to watch it, you know, which is why we, we find those stories because America wants to watch those sob stories. So stories are important. And then I say quality and quality. What I mean, I mean by that is just like, uh, do you have interesting factors about yourself? You know, like do you have quality to yourself? Like, like someone could say, "Oh, I'm I'm funny. I love to travel and I love to party." That's someone with no quality. Like I'm like, well, okay, like sorry, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Like, give me more is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? So like, quality is like someone being like, you know. I, I, I love to party. I'm actually like the, the party thrower. Like I'm always the one hosting house parties where I do these little themes and my friends always come over and it's like, okay, so you like to party, but there's more to you. Or I'm a traveler. I travel blog. I'm really popular in all these places. I go here, I go there. Let me tell you about the food. Let me tell you about the culture. Like they're giving in depth. Like I get you. I, it's uh, not just like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. Yeah. It's not boring. Like I, I do these things. I'm like, cool. You're, basic and you're not interesting and then there's a more interesting stuff of horseback riders skydivers surfers um you know podcasters like anything that can add character to you which is good so quality story um personality and then we go into looks and you know i mean depends on what show depends on what network depends on what project some some don't even matter and it's like whatever you are is whatever you are you know um, like I just did a fashion show for HBO Max called The Hype, and that one's very focused on the clothing and the and the artists and what they're creating. They could give a shit what they look like, you know. Like it's like artists, yeah. like, like all types of ways. Uh, Mom would love that show. Check it out. It's a great show. Um, and then you have Love Island and dating shows in general, where the, the majority of cast tends to be a more attractive or typically attractive younger type of cast. Yeah. Uh, these days we try to change that up as much as possible because um you know beauty standards and views are have grown and have become more educated and it's great because we get like notes back saying things like you know let's cast some more body positive first people let's cast more diversity let's cast more, more this and that so i mean it's growing in like the idea of what looks are but in the end looks do come first because the truth i mean the truth is is that like we're going to put out a bunch of people on the show America is going to brutalize them and if you the audience member don't don't think they're hot enough like hotter than you mm-hmm. you're going to be like why are they on this show I could have been on this show like mm. and you start that yeah because like, think about it like how many times you hear how ugly people yeah. are like honestly the whole cat or like like on The Bachelor like I've heard this like yeah all the girls are like kind of ugly this season i'm like i you know yeah like people are like i could have been on it they're Mm. really cute i thought they were nice yeah (laughs) like it's interesting but it's true like in love island especially like in all the you know the love shows the ones that you find love um they have to be like attractive especially in love island like the way 
literally the way they become like the way they become couples at first and they just like it's off it's of like off of how they look yeah like <laughs> all right who am I? and then i feel so bad for like the one girl who like never gets chosen the whole time i know and i'm like did they do that on purpose like now i'm like mad at the producers <laughs> no, you know but no, you don't I'm telling you, it's, the, it's the cast it's yeah like them. they do it it's what they do it's the choices they make and it sucks and that's why we do our best to like cast people who are open-minded in their dating views as well and their and their and their types and stuff so we every, every season every show i've ever i've ever done that's dating related always goes out of the way to try to cast people who are gonna be open to everybody and people who are interesting to everybody mm -hmm. so there isn't that because they don't want to see that happen they don't want to see someone sitting there on their own you know feeling like the odd man out and for, for different reasons they don't want yeah. a, a bigger girl to feel like she's all she's out because she's bigger they don't want a um diverse person to be the only only single one left who's like oh is it because you know i'm the darkest skin person here or something like that like you know so we do our best to like okay we need people who are going to be like open to all skin colors all body shapes all yeah. personalities and stuff like, like we try our hardest but again people say people they're still gonna yeah you can lie and stuff and be like and of I, course i love body types yeah i was <laughs> gonna say because you're they're, honestly like they're just you're trying to get on hear, yeah. yeah you're gonna hear what you want to hear like exactly. they're they gonna tell know. you what what you want to hear yeah they're gonna, gonna tell you what i can do to that, like someone lying you know like i'm i'm like okay <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, I'm sure. Like, no one's going to sit there and be like, well, I only like this type. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. all right. Then you're and I mean, perfect and sometimes for the show. They like, do. Sometimes yeah. they do. That makes it much easier to be like, okay, great. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Do they know each other eventually? Like, the, the, before they go on the show? Like, I feel like they knew they saw each other in the hotel room. And they're like, oh, yeah. we're about to both go on. So, yeah, again, every show different but um majority of shows no they don't know each other beforehand we go out of our way to keep them away from each other that's where you have welfare department who is taking care of the cast at the hotel watching them there's always people on your floor if you try to sneak out of your room that will qualify uh, you for disqualification you know oh wow so, no so you can't interact with each other now do people try have people done it have people figured things out yeah I've, I've heard i just saw a tiktok about like someone from the bachelor i don't know if it was this season or when but she slept with someone backstage like one of the crew members yeah oh was, that was like, like a, that was a while back no? No, no that was a while back it was when Chris Harrison was still there, but it was a while back and she slept with like a producer. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was a uh, Bachelor in Paradise. No, was it? I thought it was just The Bachelor. I think it was The Bachelor because she was like in a gown. It, it I, looked I like, know, a, like a mansion in the back. Yeah, I don't oh. watch the show, but in the TikTok, the girl was in a gown and it was the guy who hosts The Bachelor all the time. He was talking to her and mm -hmm. he was like, this has never oh, happened. Oh, OK, before. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and they and they sent her home for it and i mean that, that that's the stuff that just happens because again humans are humans who can do whatever the fuck they want to do you know eventually i have to sleep the welfare producer and while i'm asleep you know someone might do something that i'm supposed mm -hmm. to be doing and then that's at risk of getting you disqualified so i was gonna ask so do you when you like like we said like when you're casting you look for certain qualities do you ever look for certain type of characters like okay this might be like the villain and this yeah, might yeah, be yeah. like the sweetheart or whatever we don't like doing that aggressively because people show up on tv come show up to interviews being like oh i can be the villain that you want me to be or i can be the this that you want me yeah. to be yeah anyone that shows up trying to be something yeah is a no-go it's like and it's also like you said like when they go on when the camera goes on they're different or whatever like you can't really predict it 
Exactly. So when they come in telling me who they are or trying or laying it on really thick, that's where it's funny again because people always say like, oh, it's so fake. And, and I, sure, can reality TV be manipulated at times? Sure. But like, honestly, a lot of networks go out of the way to cast people who are not actors, who are not putting on a show, who are not. Like, if you come doing that, I right away say like, look, you're not going to go very far if you continue this. If, if you continue saying, I've always wanted to be on TV or I'm an actor who just wants to put on the character or I can play whoever I want you to be. I'm like, stop that. Who are you really? Yeah. And in and discovering who you are really, <clears throat> then I might go to my bosses and be like, yo, she's kind of a bad bitch who will fuck some people up. So she could be a very good villain. And and that's just authentically who she is. She's not I, I could say I could say this to her face and she'd be like, that is me, you know, mm-hmm. and that happens where it's like that person or it's like, oh, that person is de- this other person is going to definitely be like the heartthrob or the the uh, the fuck boy or the. <laughs> the crier this girl's gonna cry left and right you know you can just tell she is because she cried the entire interview she was talking to me <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny i love that that is so cool i love that it's I love- fun I, it, it, that, 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 that's the fun part of the of the job is the people and connecting with them and helping people like you know either either follow their dreams discover a dream they didn't know they had or push them to do something they never thought possible like when i do these cooking shows when I do Ramsey shows, I look for sh- random chefs. Like chefs don't tend, it's not like Love Island where chefs are running at you being like, oh, choose me to be on this show. So I go and find, you know, random people in restaurants and they're like, what? Like a Gordon Ramsey show? You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. never thought that was possible. And getting to help those people realize like, hey, you can do this and you're really interesting and you could succeed at this. And and then them being trusting me and being like, okay, let's do it. And getting on the show and either just experiencing it or winning it is yeah. is. A, incredible journey to witness and watch and be a part of um and so cool like right now ramsey's last winner from next level chef her name's piet incredible woman and I, i'm watching her you know blow up left and right and i'm like it's so cool like i i've watched her journey and i've been a part of her journey and that makes me feel i, so I was gonna that was my next question i was gonna ask you like so i'm sure since you you there's four casting directors at and then it gets to your bosses and then they choose so mm-hmm. like when you see your people you're like they're my people oh like my God. are you go proud my, of go them to my, go to my instagram like I, I as soon as i can announce no, no, it I go I, see. I, I, no go to my instagram as soon as i announce it i'm always like i always specify like these are mine like and then my, my <laughs> always, yeah my always, always laugh at me because they're like okay wild well, special treatment and i'm like i don't know <laughs> about, i don't care about your people i don't care about my people <laughs> that is so cool like and so you are allowed you're allowed to kind of tell people like that's my person i mean i don't do look this is his love island people from last year oh let's see let me see it's because i'm telling you we love love island which one was your favorite oh wait look okay so all the ones you're putting on yours are yours or no so usually let me see so like tiger nick one of the whole cast that usually is me saying like oh this is the whole cast uh yay good to see everybody but yeah the one with the one with nick and tiger are mine those are the four yeah okay remember the drama with chad because i like chad like the whole season i don't remember remember him he was the one that ended up with um the girl that talked like you know what i'm talking about i can't oh yes i do He's the one that dumped Courtney, I think, right? Yeah, he dumped Courtney, the one that yeah. talked like, and yeah. then went to yeah. the one with the deep voice. <laughs> yes, 
and who she, everyone hated on the internet like hated yes. her the poor girl i was like this poor girl's gonna go leave and be like oh no like she was probably America so sweet <laughs> yes and then so sad to be and and to end like not sad like i'm not pitying her but it's like man like that but like no, you're right you sign up for this and you i mean people will perceive you, you how they want to perceive you have no access to the internet when you're in when you're in when you're on any show yeah most of the time so <clears throat> when you're on a show like love island where it's airing live you definitely have no access to the outside world so when you leave you find out what america thinks oh that's so scary oh, like you're like so... do they love me do they hate me and i'm yeah. sure it's like a big thing like hear your phones like yeah. you know like and, and the thing is also is that, like you know you also <clears throat> um people always say things like oh i uh, they cut out all my footage or cut out all this and stuff there's only so much time in an episode that they're allowed and mm -hmm. there's so much footage that's filmed so like depending on whose character is more interesting whose character the drama going on more, between them yeah, who's and who's bigger and stuff like the og cast people are definitely going to get more screen time than the uh casa mod people you know so it sucks like i mean yeah. trust me like tiger nick Chad and uh, Gabby. I think they, they were all were the all, Casa Amor, yeah. Were all Casa Amor people. Those were all my people, and I wanted every single one of them. To, I, I didn't get anyone else in, and I was like, son of, these are my people. They're all fucking Casa Amor. I want them <laughs> all to be on the main cast, you know? Yeah. I wish we all have more camera time, but then, like, unfortunately, it does get cut a lot because all the OG cast members have had stories that have been going a lot longer, and that Twitter and America. People are well. invested in yeah, at they're that already point. invested in those people. And and as you saw with the girl with the deep voice, she came in later and America hated her because yeah. she was she was, oh, she was the one that Phoebe. Phoebe. Phoebe was her name. Phoebe. Yes. She came and ruined it with and they hated her because of what she did to the redhead. Yes. So all, she was trying to, all she was trying to do was be a part of the show and be cared <laughs> about. And you know, like she came on, on Casa Amor, right? She well, was a Casa yeah, Amor person, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. And so and she didn't want to take her home with her, you know? Yes. <laughs> I remember. Oh my gosh, I was so stressed that and yes, I was mad, but I was not mad at her. I was mad at him. Oh, yeah, I was no, mad at him. Fun. It was his Everyone fault. Everyone should have been mad at him. Everyone yeah. definitely. I was, I was myself like, oh my God, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy. But um, it was weird in the reunion. I don't know if y'all noticed, like Chad was super weird with Phoebe. Like Phoebe I said I something. You didn't? So Phoebe said something and then like Chad was like super standoffish and then Phoebe made a face like, and I was like, uh oh, I don't think Chad's into it. I think he was just trying to get to the end. <laughs> like, I was like, damn. Well, so. okay. Do you ever, like, not worry about that, but, like, okay, for these, like, Love Island shows, like, they're supposed to be looking for love, but, like, mm -hmm. do people, I'm, I'm sure they all have, they all want to be, like, famous or they all want to get somewhere. So, I mean, I hate when people are like, oh, like, you, you're not, like, in The Bachelor, especially, they're like, you're not here for, for the right reasons. For the right reasons. It's like, for no the one's here for the no fucking one, right reasons. No one is here for the right oh. Yeah. It's so, so annoying. So, so I'm going to separate us from The Bachelor. Cause <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's different. It's a much different show than The Bachelor. It's so successful because people love its authenticity. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for being a TV show, it does a very good job of being very authentic. And that goes back to the network and the casting house and everyone that puts their time into 
finding authentic people. So <clears throat> we do we do go out of our way to find people for the right reasons. Um, yeah, because I've never I'll, felt that way with Love Island. No. I, I feel that way when I watch like uh, the, the Bachelor. But also, I feel but like I'm also like whatever. No, but no, no. You know it's what? The, it's the way the show's made up, though. Edit. I, I no, think no, no. it's because Love Island is a group of <laughs> sorry we're like discussing Love Island's like a group of people so it's not like like Bachelor's one person so you're like you want everyone to be mm. there for that one person versus Love Island everyone's open to love with each other so which it's not is a why, big deal like which is why we like quote unquote Bachelor Pad no uh, Bachelor in Paradise more yeah because it's but, like not as intense but, but like with Love Island I have never felt that they're there for money and that's yeah. in the yeah. end they make money and maybe yeah, it's and edited out maybe no no no, no. I, no? Was gonna, I was gonna say so it, when we when i cast i asked people why do you want to be on the show if they cannot utter the words and the thing is the truth is again yes sure some people are good liars and some people can lie but part of my job is to pick up on liars and when asked directly like are you looking for love people who really aren't it's funny they can't articulate it they can't say i uh, yes i'm looking for love they can't just say it so mm. they go they go for circles and circles and circles and i'm like all right you can see right through it they like keep going around the idea of looking for love you know if it happened and i'm like say it and the ones that say it i'm like okay so they're here for the right reasons because they you so see? much easier that's and so interesting can, my job is to connect with people is to be their friend so mm -hmm. so in becoming their friend i almost kind of force you to out yourself as someone who's there for money or someone who's there for television. People don't even realize they do it. And I catch them. I'm like, mm, fucking wasting time. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I knew it. So, so, or, or I listen to them. I get really, I mean, some of my interviews get very emotional where I'm like, man, this person's been through the fucking ringer with love and they just need a fucking chance, you know? And that's who gets on Love Island. Yeah. Because mm. right? it's not just me who's doing that. I'm checking those people out. Well, before me, there's my assistants, my associates, my bookers, my recruiters. They all check those people out and get their, and put their opinions in. Mm -hmm. And then they send them to me and I give a deep connection with those people. And then I figure out my opinion. Then my bosses watch them and share their opinions with me. And then they send them to the production house and then they're going to share their opinions. And then they're going to meet those people after watching the videos that we record. And then they're going to submit them to the network and then the network's going to watch those people and then watch the, and then have personal interviews with them as well. And then they decide to like, okay, this is like, I, this person is not for the, here for the right reason. So as you get higher up, people have more and more training in this and more and more like knowledge of what to look for. So we're weeding out anybody who might've passed one person as like, and got away with with like, tricking me into thinking they're not here for money but then this next person is going to catch that shit right away my boss yeah. catches it all. my boss has been doing this for fucking ever and i do things sometimes still where she'll call she'll catch something and i'll be like oh fuck <laughs> like how did you see that and she was like <laughs> yeah go watch it again and i'm like i'll go watch the video and i'm like fuck she's right like yeah, yeah. Whatever, it's crazy that there's so many like levels because you like you don't realize how many levels these people have to go through to be on the show mm -hmm. no, like, so many Oh, when do I find out? Uh, I don't know, man. And in in hopefully soon, but probably in like five, six months, if, if they get around to you. Because, yeah, there is like auditioning for TV is not easy. It's a job. It's a small mini job. It's a part time yeah. gig that, like that you have to do for a couple of months and uh, you have to be available and stuff. Because then like people are calling you left and right and you're always meeting new faces and new names who are calling you like, hi, I'm the so and so's assistant to so and so. I'm the producer of this. I'm the I'm the producer of that department. Hey, I have this question for you and that question for you. And, you know, like you have to remember all these names and stuff and then be available for people. Who are like, hey, the, the executive of Peacock wants to meet with you tomorrow at five. 
and you're like yeah. uh yeah I, I, I yeah, you're like i work <laughs> and they're like okay cool so when can you five is five good and you're, you're like, like oh, okay i guess i have to go <laughs> to the restroom right. at five i can step to the restroom <laughs> damn dude i guess i have to eat food at five that's <laughs> have like, have l- a late lunch brutal. early dinner that's wild yeah. that's but you- again what i love about my company is that we go out of our way to make this a very easy process for you we do a lot of the, the work, work for you so you don't have to do a lot of things and we talk to people through things very slowly and help them out and and we, when you know someone's busy with work or something like we'll go back and to the network and try to work things out for them and stuff like that so i'm very proud of my company because we go out of our way to make this a very enjoyable and good experience for everybody because it can be such a crazy and scary experience mm-hmm. and you know what's interesting can they can they well yeah they can pull out at any time right like let's just say they made oh, yeah. it and then they can be like actually i, I, I found have a boyfriend, boyfriend. yeah yeah, they can make it all the way to like, hey, we're going to fly you out next week. And then you could be like, actually, as long as you didn't sign a contract yet, mm. you could be like, uh, actually, so I met someone last week and it sucks. But I mean, and you know what? Like, that's probably why that happens. Even though they met someone, they're like, I'm this is my dream. I met you. I'll be back. And then exactly. that's when you hear that shit. It's like, and oh, we, and sh- we can't know that. How do we know that? Yeah, How yeah. Do we know that? yeah. You wouldn't know that. They're gonna come back no. and be like, "Well, I met someone, but I still want to be on." No. Yeah, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, um, actually, I think the cast just got filled." So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why you hear a lot yeah. of that is because it's a long process. So yes, dude, like you're gonna be, you may possibly find someone, and then. But how are you going to be like, dude, I've been trying to get onto the show. I've been in this five month process. And then now I'm made it to the what end. People do. People do. People do, do it. People do meet someone and call us up like at the very end. Like, hey, I'm so sorry. Or they ghost us. And that's the worst. I hate uh, people ghost us. Uh, it's like, uh, tell me you're not going to do this anymore. Like, I've been super cool with you. Why are you ignoring me right now? Yeah, you could. Even if they said I can't do it, you would be like, okay, that's fine. Like that's fine. You wouldn't be upset. I mean, I might try to like convince Convince you you. a little bit, but like, if there's nowhere around, there's nowhere around it. Like, I would say, like, I mean, hey, if you're happy and you think this is the person for you, okay. Like, but also, like, think about it. Maybe take the night because they really want you, and you know, I'll try to like push them Mm -hmm. to be like we consider it, all right. But uh, if if someone tells me like, why I'm I'm not going to do it, I'll be like, all right, I understand. Thank you for your time. It sucks. We've put so much effort into you, but I respect you and, you know, go to your life. But I mean, and I know I've known these people, for, I know these people for such a short time, but I do try to be their friend. Like, you know, like jokes aside, like I do try to say, like, I've been a good friend to you during this process, trying to help you, coaching you, advising you, you know, getting the best, I, trying to help you be the best you you could be. The least you could do is just tell me you're not going to continue other than ignoring me because some people straight up just stop answering my messages. And I'm wow. like, bro, now I feel like a baby. A crazy ex girlfriend over here being like, "Hi, hey, hello, hey, where are you? I, I saw you post. I saw you posted last night." Like- <laughs> Rand- this is so random. I saw this on TikTok. This has nothing to do with like, oh, kind of it does. But I saw on TikTok, um, and I I don't know if Alec will remember this. Um, maybe you will. Like in like middle school in elementary, it was super popular. Like those like Disney casting auditions. Did you ever yeah. hear about that? Like when people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go like cast like audition for Disney," and then they ended oh, up like, like, our, like in Laredo. Yes, like, there yes. was like Disney yeah. casting there here was, like, in Laredo, something. like a local one where people like were convincing to be the next I like Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> you did? Did you go? Did you really? I did go to the audition. Well, okay. So this is what I had heard. I mean, not maybe not all of them, but I've heard like a lot of those were like scams. Like they would get your money. 
and then you would go audition telling you like you are doing great sweetie we'll call you and then they never call you and I was like I wonder for you is it hard for people to believe you because I feel like if I just got a message saying like hey we want you it'd be like you're lying I don't know who you are and I don't believe you so, so yeah is that hard so, so yes there's lots of scammers out there it's awful and my again i love my boss because she's like a scammer hunter the moment she hears about a scammer she will hunt that scammer down and like <laughs> demolish them from, yeah from, every, from, every, for, from any like type of respect or knowledge or from in case making sure everyone knows this person's a scammer and which is amazing because there's a lot of horrible people out there who scam people all the time you should i mean let, let me let me say it right here right now you should never have to pay anything whatsoever to audition for anything. That is not how reality TV works. Everything is paid for. Like I'm, I'm almost every single time there's, there's a, a rare chance you might be flown out somewhere and then told like, hey, you might need to buy your own meals for a couple of days, but we'll send you the money in a little bit, you know, because everything should be paid for you should, you, you, or, or free. You should do a free audition. You should be uh, flown out to location when it's time. You should be put up in a room and you should be fed. That's how reality TV works. <clears throat> um, yes. So if you have no credentials in the very beginning of my career, it's a bitch. Like no one <laughs> believes you. No, one, no one's going to trust you. Like, of course not. Right. But like, and you have to do all the convincing possible. Um, and it's exhausting because like every single person I need to start a new conversation with, I need to convince them also that I'm real. So every time <sighs> I message you, I might, I might send you a message being like, Hey, this, I'm, this is my full name. This is the company I work for. This is my Instagram. Uh, this is what I'm working on. This is our website. <laughs> like, this is all, this is the application. Uh, uh, and this is the company, like, and here's all the details, and hopefully that will work. Now, since some time has passed and I've got my credentials, um, I, although sure, I'm not, I, I don't have like a crazy amount of credentials, like some, like, you know, really big shots, but I have enough to be like, oh, I think I've, you know, my names are in credits. You can look up Love Island and find my name in the credits. You can look up Gordon Ramsay's show and find my name in the credits. And also, Wild Ben Avidis is not a popular name. So I mm-hmm. always just say, google my ass and you'll find everything come back to me like when when you're ready and now it's really great because it feels awesome getting to message people in the moment people are like how do i know you're fake and i'm like go google me and then come talk to me when you realize you're being you're stupid yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and also i feel like social media has a lot to do with it like your page is sketchy like bro but like your page is super (laughs) yeah like how can you you also have shown who you've casted so it's like oh okay okay yeah i tag i tag the people for that reason i always say go fucking message them yourselves tell like, they'll tell you how i made them famous <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn yeah but i was thinking like it must be hard because i feel like oh, yeah. a lot of people are skeptical like i would be like what a is this are not very smart also so even after like i've shown people like all the credentials and said google me here are my credits here's the website my face is on the fucking website my name is in the damn credits <laughs> they'll still be like i don't know i'm still like not sure and i'm like all right you're like never mind you're like i'm over trying to talk to you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally like why am i trying to convince you at this point like you should yeah. be begging me yeah <laughs> do, pe- so, do, do you usually have to reach out to people or do people like dm you or like how does it yeah, work do you get tons of dms days for love island my D- like, like I, I was telling you i gave you my number and email and everything because 
my I, like your message is lost in my DMs. Yeah, it's full of violent, like people are blowing up my phone left and right, wanting wanting to uh, have an opportunity. And you know, I'm trying to give everyone a fair shot, and then I'm trying to give the ones I created friendships with an even fairer shot. Um, but also, like, I need to not be biased, so I need mm-hmm. to be like giving everyone a fair shot. But those mm-hmm. friends are like, "Hey, why? What's up? Like, why aren't you answering?" And I'm like, "Hang, hang. You know, I can't. I don't want to open your message because then I'm gonna lose your message. Just stay quiet, and I'll come check on you a little bit, and then." in casting also we're we're always focusing on diversity right so like you know i might have 50 white blonde women messaging me like like blowing up my phone saying like give me a chance and i'm like yo i got 50 of you and i have like 10 latinas and so i need to go look at those latinas really fast because they're different they look different than you you know you guys are all (laughs) clones and i need someone a little bit different right now and i love you and i want to help you and i'll come back to you and i'll give you your fair shot but i've already seen i've already seen 10 white blonde skinny white girls and and now i needed now i need to see 10 latinas before i do another 10 white skinny white uh, blonde girls. <laughs> that's so funny you see like do you what's the i mean other i mean i know you said that like usually it's like white girls that are usually the biggest demographic but what's like oh yeah out of like the minority i guess what are the biggest demographics that you see being submitted you see, uh, you always, I, mean, I think it's just like typical, like you always see a majority of, well, women, women, first off, for mm-hmm. almost every way I show women are the majority of people auditioning. It's, we're, we're always looking for men. Men are, mm-hmm. men are always being begged. And, and men are given. like the diamonds of like. Yes, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a kind of one of those things where it's like the women have to work a little bit harder but but here it's only because there's so many of you. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy that's not like, he can be stupid, but I'm like, I mean, you're hot, so I, I'll put you on. And you want to do it, so let's go. Come on, Come in the room. <laughs> let's get you to the next round because I I haven't seen a guy in like five fucking years. <laughs> so, so, so gender is the biggest one where it's like women. There's just hundreds, and and it, it sucks because I want to give every single one of them a fair shot, and it's just I I need to spend time in other areas. Aside from that, you see obviously a large majority of Caucasian and African American people, and that's just like the typical, um, and it's in my experience and my biggest thing in doing in my job is showing more latino and asian representation i think both of those groups are two of the most like unseen groups mm-hmm. and the most like people are the uh the, the, the two groups that people don't understand like people don't understand like when i cast latinos i'll give them a black Latino, a brown Latino, a white Latino, and people and pe- people don't realize these are all Latinos, you know, like, I want all these people being represented, not just the brown Latino that is like your typical Mexican or whatever. You need to see that Latinos come in all types of colors. Mm-hmm. And Asians have the same issue too with, with Indian, with Indian Asians and Eastern Asians um, and, uh, you know, Koreans, Japanese, Chinese, like all like Philippines, like they all look different. So it's mm-hmm. like showing that representation is so important to me. So those are the two areas like, to be That's quite frank, yeah. I am very biased, and I will just admit to that. Whenever, if I am in a crowd of people, like going through people's uh, applications, if my Latinas are coming through or my Asian applicants are coming through, I will pull, like, leap over some people and pull them out because I'm like, I, I just need to see more of them on TV. Period. Yeah. And that's important, like, you know, like, and it feels nice, like, as, like, an audience member, like, to see, like, your, like, ethnicity being represented. It's nice. Your ethnicity and, and, like, not just in, like, I feel like we all, as a whole, uh, America, especially, we focus on skin color only. And it's nice to see that representation in all forms. I mean, you know, you can look at, like, 
it's silly, but like Disney's Encanto is a great mm-hmm. representation of Latino culture as a whole. I mean, it's not even Mexican culture, it's Colombian culture, but still they showed all the colors of Colombian people, which are the colors of Latinos as, as a whole. And that felt good to me. Like for me, like I, I, I'm what as fuck. So I don't see anyone going around saying, oh, I'm Latino and this is my skin color. So when I get to see like oh, that person next to that person, I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. That's like, that's how it really looks. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like it's not just a group of like just brown people mm-hmm. it's also black people it's also um white people and sometimes there's even asian latinos in this somewhere so yeah uh, you know i mean i think we had in laredo we had people who were asian latino people who Estela, were, my uh, best yeah, friend yes, exactly yeah. we had people who were afro latino and um and we had people who were ready those like me and then we had people who were like you guys you know so mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. it, that's beautiful to me and that's yeah. what i want to see more of. and people don't understand that is the way the world actually looks so when i'm when I'm putting people out there to uh, on TV, I, I really want to try to put more representation of all forms of Latinos and mm-hmm. Asian people on, on TV in general. I like that. I know. I love that. That's a good note. I know. I know. That was a very positive note. <laughs> We're all feeling all of our listeners are like mostly Hispanic, right? Like mostly Mexican. They're probably all motivated. So or like, they're like, I'm going to hit them up. I'm going to hit them up. They're going to all send you messages. I know. I hope so. I hope so. Honestly, please do because... I love it. I love I love getting to help my people like that and getting to show my people's um, colors and voices be heard because, again, I think we have a problem living in America right now where we fully focus on skin color. And for me, it's about the culture. It's about the ethnicity. It's about, I mean, yeah. I don't mean to get all, like, uh, political, but, like, when it comes down to it, your skin color barely matters. Like, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been manhandled by police officers purely because I was a piece of shit Mexican from the border. And for me... That's an like, I'm like that shows right there like why we why we need to stand together and 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 be united because the problem is it's colorism it's us separating as uh, our colors and being like oh you're not like me because you're white and you're brown and you're black we gotta get rid of that shit we just gotta be united and reality TV actually can do that it's mm-hmm. like for tastemakers you know and and it's great because we have companies like City Media ran by an incredible Filipino woman and Mexican woman uh, who hire nothing but diverse and people in, in their sexualities and their genders and their races who then cast people of, of all those varieties and mm-hmm. then put them on TV and show the networks at the very top, this is what America looks like. Yeah. And then you get, you get beautiful TV where that shows real representation and that's what mm-hmm. we get to do. And yeah and like throughout the years it's gotten so much better you know like in the early 2000s it was okay. not very diverse and it's slowly getting better so we hope that like in a couple of years from now it's like even more you know exactly and I, and, I, and it's it's sad because people don't realize that people people say things like that it wasn't that bad i'm like bro yes it was it was nothing <laughs> and if you were latino you with, with white skin you were hiding that you were latino you could look you at you were not oh. saying that you can speak yeah. spanish you can look at cameron diaz you can look at um what's a girl from uh Dude, that's true cameron like her last name's diaz yeah like, you never thought about it, right? I've never yeah. done. She's Latina. Selena Gomez, kind oh, of. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but you're right, kind of. And the other one I would like to think of is, uh, I can't remember the show. The character's name was Rory. It was on ABC. The mom and the daughter who talk a lot really fast. Uh, what's that show called? Mm, oh like God. a drama or like a reality <laughs> TV? Hold on. No, it's like a regular TV show. Uh, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Oh, oh yeah. The main character, she's Latina. The, like the mom. 
No, the daughter, the little, the little. Oh Vanita. yes. Yeah, it's because they look alike. So like, I can't pick. Uh, they, I know the, 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 the She came out in um, traveling the sisterhood of the yeah. traveling pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's Latina. Alexis Bledel, blue eyes, white skin. Yeah, like I that she's one that really recently got popular where everyone realized she was Latina. And uh, people were like, oh, my God, the sister of the, ha- the sisterhood of the traveling pants actually had two Latinas in it the whole time. And I didn't realize oh that. My, so I cool. had no idea. Dude. Because like, the, those they, who they, don't, they hide it. Like the fact that. Keep and, it quiet, you know, like yeah. keep, keep it quiet. You know, mm-hmm. back then, like you said, it was like when Gilmore Girls was popular, it mm-hmm. was all white representation. Even if you wore different, you kept it quiet. You didn't talk too much about it. Now you're getting to hear people come out of, out of the shadows being like, oh, guys, I'm Latino too. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. And that brings us back to colorism because now people are like, oh, you shut up. You've always been famous. Like, you don't, you shouldn't be talking now. Like, now you want to represent. But it's just like, bro, like, if we separate ourselves more, it's just going to keep getting worse. Like, we got to mm-hmm. stand. Yeah. Right? We got to love that. We got to love that they are now talking about it. That they are now telling people, like, I'm sorry I didn't do it before. Let me make it clear to you guys. I'm Latino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The same thing with like with a uh, with LGBT culture. Mm-hmm. Lots more actors now saying like, "Yeah, I've been gay this whole time." Mm-hmm. And people are like, "Oh shit, what?" Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like, now, and now going to reality TV, like I'm getting to give a, a Nick Nicholas from the, from uh, Love Island. Um, he right after Love Island, he came out as bisexual. He like, mm-hmm. like, like, so there was a bisexual guy on the show the whole time. You just didn't know know it. Uh, he was there. You know? I was gonna and say, it, like, um, because I I was I was thinking about this. Like, as a show, it's a very um, you know, straight show. It's like, a heterosexual. Heterosexual. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. Yeah. You know, you they pair up boy and girl, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. But like, there, I think it was there um, was the him. one that the one that talks like. She yeah. she was said she was bi. Oh yeah, Courtney. Courtney was bisexual. It, yeah, it was bisexual. and she yeah. said it openly, and she and I was like, dude, that's so cool. But I was like, but what if you fall in love with a girl? Like, does that ruin the entire <laughs> show? Like, to where now I want to be paired up with her, and then now they're having to get like another guy. To, I do you get what think I'm saying? Really exciting if we saw more. If we saw it, but I'm like, what happens to the show well, if that happens? Like, they would improvise. I think they would bring in like. Yeah, a, a, I think they would have to improvise. They yeah. would have to. Yeah, well, stay tuned. But like. It, it, it doesn't have a title yet, and I can't announce uh, the network or anything. But right before I started casting Love Island, I did just uh, cast what it, we, we are currently calling the bisexual dating show. So right now, a very popular network is currently working, and we just finished casting an entire bisexual cast, which we think is going to be a really dope. Oh, love that's going to be fun! Wow. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. That would be like you see. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing like that on. There was one time, tequila, remember tequila, tequila, tequila. <laughs> yeah. but like you see, like that, <laughs> it was so just <laughs> that was so kind of factually fast. Have, have do any of you know where Tila Tequila is now? No, no. after to, after this, Google her ass, you'll be like floored about who she is now. She's like a crazy like radical christian like um what republican she like she like tells people are going to hell like everyone's going to hell like she's like one of those like like like, (laughs) that's such a plot twist she's a saint and everyone's burning like like, whoa i'm shocked google tequila 2023 or 2022 and you're gonna be like who the fuck (laughs) (laughs) i remember on myspace tequila tequila was the bi queen icon yeah In the show, I mean, it was she was looking like it was boys and girl, right? Mm-hmm. She was into yeah. both, and yeah, she was. 
and that was probably the last time we ever saw that on tv so mm-hmm. i'm excited for this show yeah if it you know if and when it comes yeah, out hopefully, so hopefully it all comes together because like i said it's such, it's such a big project it's such a new project it, there's so much planning that has to go into that it. has so, to like okay so by the time I, yeah, so much out of my territory that i don't even know what's going down up there with the big wigs who are deciding these final decisions but like it's such a groundbreaking concept that it's it, it has to be done perfectly you know it has mm-hmm. to just be done amazingly and mm-hmm. the cast has to be even more diverse than you've ever seen before because bisexual people as a whole are a whole different type of human being than than heterosexual or homosexual people these people yeah. are so interesting so unique so special so fun so adventurous and so ready to find love with anybody mm-hmm. and which is most exciting part of it all because yeah. they're all just like i want to go to an island where oh, i can oh my gosh the added drama though like yeah, now you're having extra to be drama. Worried. You're worried now oh, yeah, no, about both. Like now you're like, oh any my moment, god. Kyle can be like, I'm sorry, but me and Chad are now. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, yeah, it's oh, crazy. Like, think about. Yes, <laughs> like, you oh have to like keep my. an eye out for everybody. Yeah, dude. Like you become more toxic. <laughs> yeah, you're like that's your friend. No, I don't that's, think that's so. Those, <laughs> yeah. great, like toxic, like for each other. Okay. Like they're just gonna be <laughs> so jealous of everyone of each other. Like could be good TV. That's what it's gonna be. Last question, because you mentioned you're like, yeah, I have nothing to do with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, up there. Do you ever see yourself working your way up and getting to the point where you want to be your boss or your boss's yeah. boss? Um, so I, I don't see myself wanting to be my, like what my boss does right now, like running a casting house. Um, I love working under them. I don't know if I'd ever want to run a casting house. Um, I do fantasize and hope to one day see myself in a much bigger position as a whole. Um, like recently when I got to do that welfare job, I became the head of an entire department. And that was the first time I was in charge of an entire department where other department heads would come to me for things and we'd have department head meetings and stuff. And that was a exciting fucking feeling. So yes, one day I do like, would like to see and foresee myself in a position where I get to make those big choices, those big decisions and those, and those, um, big waves basically uh is, is my dream for sure well i think you'll get there <laughs> awesome. yes we're rooting for you yes. i appreciate you guys and i appreciate you guys inviting me here this was a blast and your ch- your, your podcast is hilarious and i am now a new fan subscriber so i'll be watching more Oh, oh thank you so much. You. We had so much fun talking to you today. And thank you guys for listening to um an episode of Sib Life and we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.